This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What is up, girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen? This is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 86. I usually try to keep my current life and gigs separate from the podcast, and I try to focus on anecdotes and things that happen, have happened in the past. But today, I wanted to share with you that I've been doing a lot of gigs with my old friend, Nick Jonas, and we've been traveling a lot. And that's exactly why I wanted to do the podcast that I'm going to do today, which is all about sort of traveling trips and things that I've learned along the way and things that I do that have made me enjoy my travels and really enjoy touring, enjoy fly dates and so on and so forth. And I know it's something that not everybody loves, but maybe some of the things that I do uh, will help you enjoy the process. Obviously, traveling means hotels and means buses and means waiting and means planning and means packing. It means prepping a bunch of stuff, doing laundry and so on and so forth. And I know it's not for everybody, but I particularly enjoy it thoroughly. More than going over a long tour, I want to talk about the typical sort of fly date gig, which would imply flying one day, you play the gig the day after, and then you come home the day after that. So my packing, instead of going over every little detail of what I do, the first thing that I like to pack is my wardrobe for the gig because I have, believe it or not, have forgotten it in the past. So that I learned my lesson and that's what I pack first. Then I also try to pack, um, overpack in terms of underwear, in terms of socks, in terms of shirts. I like that. I like having options. And I also like packing a pair of swim trunks in case there's a hotel pool or a jacuzzi. I also enjoy going to the gym and going out for a run. So I take some running shorts or some sweatpants and running shoes as well. Now, the actual ride to the airport will vary depending on where you live. But let's just assume that you take a cab or you take a lift or whatever. But regardless of what you do, we need to plan properly to have enough time for check-in and all that other stuff. And yes, I know it sounds very obvious, but it's sometimes worth hearing it again. So ask somebody from a third world country that isn't the most efficient when it comes to travel and we you were told to get there two hours before, but you know that security is going to take forever. So you learn and it's engraved in your brain to get there six hours before, five hours before. That's kind of what I do here in America still. I try to get there two to three hours prior to my flight. And without getting into any details as to why I do that and planning tips, all I'll say is I've never missed a flight. So I'd rather be safe than sorry. Now, at the airport or going to the airport, what I wear is as comfortable as I can. A lot of people wear, you know, like cool rock clothes or try to, you know, dress for the gig type thing. But I particularly don't. If Actually, if I know I'm going to travel with the artist, I do try to dress up as nice as I can and still be comfortable. But for the most part, I just wear sweatpants. The most comfortable slip, not slip on shoes, but something that I know that it's going to not going to be annoying at the security line, a hoodie, because I always get super cold and I usually travel with a hat so I can put that bad boy over my my face, over my eyes and just pass out on the plane. 
on the plane, I drink a lot of water. I have a lot of those little things. I have cereal bars. I have a lot of stuff that I try not to have to buy on the plane because I like to save money and those little things I do. I try not to spend any money at the airport restaurants and stuff like that. So I try to plan as much as I can in advance because it adds up. And next thing you know, if you're eating three times in the airport in three separate days or twice, excuse me, that could be up to 50 bucks and I'd rather spend that money elsewhere where I can get gear, I can get a bunch of other stuff. Another thing that I like to do once I'm in the airport is gate check my bag, my rolly bag. I really don't like having to put my bag in the overhead compartment, dealing with all that stuff. And depending on where I sit, sometimes there's no room. So I don't like to deal with any of that at all, ever. So basically I go up to the counter when they ask for volunteers and that's what I do. I volunteer, I give my bag and it's at my final destination and I don't have to worry about absolutely anything. I just carry my backpack with my in-ears that I use to listen to music on the plane. I have a, a pillow little tiny sort of neck pillow situation that I really enjoy and it helps me fall asleep if I have to and all my phone chargers and USB and all that other stuff. And sometimes the planes don't have ports. So I have an external charger that allows me to have batteries when I arrive to my destination. And that way I can communicate with either, you know, the bus driver or the shuttle, whoever is going to pick us up. I enjoy doing that and I encourage you to do that as well. So if you're dying to listen to music, but you only have a little bit of battery, turn that cell phone off, save it so you can communicate with people because it's what really matters at the end of the day. Although those Dream Theater records are not going to listen to themselves, so you might want to save some battery for that <laughs> as well. Now, once in the hotel room, and I know I have a lot of friends that have numerous things that they do, like they're very meticulous and they're germaphobes and they wrap the remote control with an ice bucket uh, little bag, which I actually do sometimes or whenever there is one actually, because who knows what the hell is in terms of germs or other things in the remote controls. But anyway, uh, the one thing I do uh, because I've forgotten too many times is to set the do not disturb sign outside the door. So just do that. It'll save you a lot of trouble. Speaking of trouble, what you never ever want to do is miss a lobby call. So yes, you seasoned musicians, you know what that is. But if you're a young person, young musician that has never toured or never done flight dates and you don't know what a lobby call is, it's basically the time in which you have to be downstairs at the lobby to get picked up to either go to the venue or go to the airport or whatever. So what this means or implies is to plan properly. And I have like five alarms that I set for myself. And it just helps me out. And again, same with never missing a flight. I've never missed a lobby call. So that is something that I encourage you to do. So after the show, you're around catering. You're getting ready to head back to the venue. The van's waiting for you or whatnot. I like to take a few bottles of water, if I can, of course, some cereal bars or anything that's sort of left over from catering that is technically not stealing. <laughs> but I take them because... I don't want to pay, you know, $14 for a bottle of water. And I guess a lot of my, you know, I, again, I love traveling so much and I never have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with flying. I don't have a problem with waiting for the bus. I don't have a problem with layovers. None of that. Um, I know I'm not like most people. Some people get really tired of that. I guess what my struggle is or something that I find difficult is trying not to spend money 
well when I'm out and I mean just restaurants and going out with the crew or the band and spending on this or activities that normally you wouldn't do because you're at home living a different kind of life and you have different priorities and you do different things a different way for different reasons so and actually it's worth noting that I because I don't drink and I don't smoke my expenses are minimal compared to many other people but it's still going out and getting food and buying a book and doing all this stuff that you feel like, you know, it's, it's like your mind messes with you. You feel like you have more money than you really do because you're getting paid while you're on the road and that kind of stuff. <laughs> it just, it just like a, kind of like an d- interesting dynamic to go through. I know I could do an entire podcast about relationships and being on the road and dating and all that stuff as a professional musician and whatnot but i'm not going to go through that right now but what i will say and how i will end this podcast episode on a positive note is that if you get frustrating with traveling first of all nobody really wants to hear you complain about it but second of all and most importantly think about what an incredible compliment it is that somebody is paying you to travel to take you away from the city where you live that love you enough and care about you and want you in their project so badly that they're trying, they're willing to pay for all these things and all these expenses, expenses, expensive expenses <laughs> to have you be a part of the project. So that's something that I encourage you to hold on to and value and be grateful for. And whenever you're feeling frustrated and like you don't want to be there, remember how lucky you are. And if you don't want to be there, don't take the gig. Thank you so much for listening. This was the Music Mentor Podcast.